0: Welcome to the profitable painter podcast the mission of this podcast is simple to help you navigate the financial and tax aspects of starting running and scaling a professional painting business from the brushes and ladders to the spreadsheets and balance sheets we've got you covered but before we dive in a quick word of caution while we strive to provide accurate and up-to-date financial and tax information, nothing you hear on this podcast should be considered as financial advice, specifically for you or your business. We're here to share general knowledge and experiences, not to replace the tailored advice you get from a professional financial advisor or tax consultant. We strongly recommend you seeking individualized advice before making any significant financial decisions. This is Daniel, the founder of Bookkeeping for Painters. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about winterizing your cash flow. So I'm going to run through some topics. We're going to talk about database reactivation, start doing winter-specific service lines, adding those onto your painting business, cash flow management, and financing wisely. So these are just some ideas that uh, I've absorbed over the years uh, working with some of the best painting businesses in the country. Uh, so we'll jump into it with customer reactivation. Now, what is customer reactivation? Basically customer reactivation is a form of marketing that engages customers to purchase again. So a lot of painting businesses that I've worked with, they have a huge list of customers, folks that they've worked with in the past, but uh, they might not realize that reaching out to them on a periodic basis to see if they need services could be an, an excellent form of marketing. Uh, and so they might have hundreds or maybe even thousands of folks that have names and numbers and uh, names and phone numbers and email addresses of folks that they've worked with um, but don't actually realize, oh, yeah, I could reach out to them and say, hey, you know, would you like uh, 10% off on your next uh, interior paying uh, job that you'd like to do or whatever? So uh, reaching out to those folks can be very profitable because it's a it's usually a lot cheaper than trying to get a new customer like on with facebook ads or direct mail uh, because you already have a, a relationship with them and you already have their information and it can be a very profitable way to increase your your revenue so um how much can actually increase your revenue so from what i've seen other folks do and I've, I've helped some folks do this as well. Is, is uh, a typical reactivation typically sees about a 1% to 3% res- response rate, meaning that if you have like a thousand contacts in your database, you know, former customers or maybe even customers and uh, former prospects. So, say you have a thousand contacts, 1% of those um, should turn into estimates if you do like a, a mass text uh sms text campaign to those contacts that's typically what what we would see it obviously depends on the the quality of the list and you know uh how old the list is and those sort of things as well but generally about a a one percent response rate so you have a thousand contacts send out uh, an offer to them via text message to get about 10 estimates and so if you're if you're doing a uh, if you do about a forty percent close rate you can book for those jobs and usually the close rate is higher on uh, on these types of estimates because these are folks that you've worked with in the past and presumably if you do good work that they probably like you so for let's say four book jobs with an average job size of five thousand dollars that's twenty thousand dollars and that's kind of an a lower job average job size Um you know nowadays it's pushing ten thousand dollars some folks even have fifteen thousand dollar average job size so you know it could be anywhere from twenty thousand dollars to an additional you know forty thousand dollars or more in an additional revenue and so uh, a lot of folks might be like, okay uh, that sounds awesome but how do i actually get this list together um, a common way to do this would be to go to your quickbooks online um, if you use quickbooks online and you've invoiced folks out of there, you might have a customer list right in there with names and phone numbers. And if you go to uh, QuickBooks online under the customers section, you should be able to download a CSV of them. Or if you go into your CRM like Estimate Rocket or Paint Scout or Drip Jobs has uh you know, lists of names and numbers of folks that you've worked with in the past. Um where you can download their names and their phone numbers. if you're, And I do recommend usually doing a, an SMS campaign. It just, It is a little bit more effective than a email campaign from what I've seen. Not to say you shouldn't do email, but if you're gonna choose one, uh, text message is definitely the way to go, especially with the new rules that the phone carriers have put in place where they've actually limited a lot of the spam uh, SMS messaging. Um, So it's kind of cleared out the competition there. And as long as you're doing it, you know, for the regulations and you're not breaking any rules, SMS can be really good. And so once you get your list and you craft an offer that says, uh, keep it simple, something like, hey, Sally, this is Daniel from XYZ Painting. Today, we're giving out a few complimentary painting quotes with a 15% off voucher towards any painting project needed over $2,000. Would you like one? So offering some sort of voucher with a discount, something like that, um, just keep it simple and straightforward and easy to understand and offer them a, a voucher or a free estimate, something like that. And so you can send out a customer reactivation campaign through many different apps out there, like Hey Market, Click Send, uh, Simple Texting, text, massive, text Magic, many different ways you can send out mass text messages All right. So the next thing that you can do to winterize your cash flow is start a winter service line. Um, this isn't for everybody, uh, and it, it definitely takes a lot of extra work. So, you know, definitely proceed with caution with adding a service line because it does add a layer of complexity, but it is something that folks have done successfully. So, not to, you know, don't want to necessarily ignore it. Um, and, and then some of it is is not really even starting necessarily a new service line, but like, here's some ideas that you can run through. So for winter, obviously focusing on interior, I think most folks uh, know that, right? Because obviously interior, you can um, do things that you can't do on the, on the exterior uh, because of the weather, but uh, you know, you could focus in on co- cabinets. A lot of folks, a lot of folks shy away from wallpaper but maybe during this time of the year you don't maybe you do take a by the hour wallpaper um, jobs so to help folks get rid of that old wallpaper and and get some uh, fresh paint on there Um, garage floor coatings is another winter service line that might work Uh, basement waterproofing and some folks have even done things like starting a christmas lights uh, service line, and hang Christmas lights. Since they have the ladders, you know, in many cases they have the, the equipment that you need to do Christmas lights, and they just start that as an additional service. So, you know, whether it's starting another service line or just emphasizing the services that are available for for uh, during the winter, those are some ideas to help keep the cash flow going. Now, um, the other thing is cash flow management. So there's two ways to improve your cash flow besides improving profitability. Obviously, if your profitability goes up, then it's going to improve your cash flow generally speaking, but let's say your profitability stays the same. There's two main ways to improve your cash flow. One is to get paid faster from customers. So ways you can get paid faster is to, one, take a deposit. So uh, a lot of folks I work with are taking a fifty percent deposit and And many and that's usually that's what I generally recommend unless you're in somewhere like California. you're limited on how much you can take out of deposits. Uh, so you'll have to abide by your local law laws and regulations, of course, but most folks can get away with taking a fifty percent deposit And uh the folks that I've recommended this to and they've implemented it, they've never had an issue with pushback from customers maybe one customer has an issue but it's usually the folks that are doing really small jobs so it's you'd be surprised when you implement something like this um and i think it's also a testament to whether the customers trust you if they trust to sign up with you they probably trust you to give uh, you money generally speaking so um you know that is one easy way you can really improve your cash flow is by taking a deposit or a larger deposit so maybe you only take twenty percent throughout the year, but uh, maybe this is something you can look at increasing your deposit during the winter to increase your cash flow, right? Maybe you take twenty percent throughout the year, but maybe in the winter you increase it to forty percent. Something that you you need to do something if you struggle with cash flow during the winter. Definitely consider taking a larger deposit or taking a deposit. The other way you can impact the. Uh, your cash flow is to slow or delay payments to vendors. So, this is, you know, um, even before we get into slowing or delaying pa- payments to vendors, um, just setting up credit lines with vendors. First of all, like Sherwin Williams, Dunn Edwards, your local uh, Benjamin Moore store, you know, just setting up a credit line with them. And that's going to allow you to hold on to your cash because. You'll need to keep your cash for things like payroll, right? You can't put uh, payroll on a credit card, unfortunately. So you got to have cash for that. You want to save cash for that. You don't want to miss payroll for your for your team. So, um, but you you can put materials on payroll, and so definitely do that, uh, especially during the slower parts of the year, so you can hold on to that cash to pay your team. Um, and and the whole game with cash flow is to to speed up. Cash yourself and delay cash going out to other other folks. So set up your vendor lines with Sherwin Williams and it versus those, those things. Um, and then you know don't pay early on them. Wait the full you know cycle thirty days whatever however much time they give you for the payment terms. Delay to pay until the due date. Um, and then another hack you could do is actually get a business credit card and use that business credit card to pay down the vendor credit line. So use your business credit card to pay down your Sherwin-William balance. And that buys you another 30 days uh, to hold on to your cash, to make it easier to make you know payroll. So again, the whole game is get paid faster. And then number two, slow down payments to vendors. Now, the last thing we'll talk about for winterizing your cash flow is financing options. So we talked about vendor credit, which is the first one here. You want to have a uh, credit set up with your vendors, like Sherwin-Williams, Dunn-Edwards, Home Depot, Lowe's, those, those types of places. So you can leverage that to keep your cash. Um, the next thing, if you've already done that and you've set all the things up you need uh, with those different vendors, then take a look at a bank loan or a line of credit with your financial institution, that could be a way, you know, get access to that, to that cash. Maybe you don't actually need it right now. And and that's when you want to get it, by the way. Don't wait till you need it, these things. Get it before you actually need it, get access to it. You don't actually need to uh, in a lot of cases, you can take a, a line of credit, you know, get access to it, but don't actually take the money out and keep it, you know, on on the ready, but not actually take it. And uh, and just and just have that just in case as a backup. The other thing is SBA loans. SBA loans have been a little bit uh, more stringent recently in recent months for the requirements and the documentation needed. So it's a little bit harder to get access to SBA loans. Not saying it's impossible. It's just a little bit harder. So you'll need to start early if you if that's something that you feel like you'll need to tap into. Um, and again, I would look at the first two options: vendor credit and bank loans before going to SBA. Definitely know it is an option. It's just a little bit more paperwork to do. And then the the next option is credit cards. Uh, another if you should probably have a business credit card um, available before you do the the three of um, before you start going to an SBA loan. Especially since you the first 30 days of a credit card are usually interest-free anyway. It just extends your cash for an, an extra 30 days. So, uh, but that is another option that we can't overlook, obviously. And then the last one is invoice financing. So, not a lot of folks know about this, but basically, there are companies out there that will buy your uh, your accounts receivable. So, you know, your accounts receivable is money that's owed to you from your customers. Now, um, if you're a residential, painting business owner, you you um, you shouldn't really have much of an accounts receivable. It should be very minimal because you should be collecting as soon as the job's over. Um, you might have a little bit of accounts receivable, but um for if you're doing residential repaint, you should have very minimal accounts receivable. Now, if you're doing commercial, that's another story. You probably have a substantial uh, accounts receivable where folks owe you, you know, 60, 90 days um, you know, waiting to get paid from those folks. If, especially if you're working under a a, a general contractor, um, but uh, if you if you do have a, an accounts receivable, and uh, you can go to some of these companies. Bluevine is one of them. No no affiliation, uh, but there, if you just look up invoice factoring or invoice financing, you can find uh, some of these companies. This is the most probably the most expensive way to finance. Uh, to get to get money for your business, but it is an option. It's a last resort if you need it, it is there available. And what they'll do is they'll basically buy your accounts receivable and give you cash now. They'll uh, give you cash today and basically buying your receivables. And so when the money comes in for for the uh receivable, it goes to the company that bought the receivables from you. So that's called invoice factoring or invoice financing. So those are some options. For winterizing your cash flow, we talked about doing a customer reactivation to get cash flow in. Maybe looking at uh, where specific service lines. Um, give you some tips on managing your your cash flow, and also uh, doing some financing. You know, whether that be getting a line of credit or SBA loan or what the case may be. And with that, that concludes our podcast. Look forward to hearing your thoughts on uh winterizing your cash flow and your painting business, go to Facebook and type in grow your painting business and join the private Facebook group. Love to hear your thoughts. And I'll see you next week.